Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everybody. Guy, I didn't give you advanced warning, but this is our 150th friend zone. Oh my god. I was supposed to plan something for this, but I sort of forgot. I forgot to tell you. I forgot to plan anything. I didn't plan anything. Well, we planned to talk at this time on this day, and that in and of itself is a celebration of what the friend zone's all about. Um, yeah, I guess fusing, that's right. ske- fusing schedules. Yeah. So that we may self-adulate with the help of um, our very talented soul libertarian listener who, who writes in under various different monikers and various different characters with very well fleshed out backstories for everyone. Well, 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 well. We may have a second because as someone pointed out on Twitter, uh, Elon Musk um, tweeted just the other day that if he dies in mysterious circumstances, it's been nice seeing you all. So I'm thinking maybe he's turning into Killionaire and uh, oh. getting a little hot under the collar. What do you say? I like the idea of it. I do, this is probably speaks poorly to my um, m- morality, perhaps, but <laughs> probably what I find the most um, grating and angering about Elon Musk is his insistence on being funny on Twitter. <laughs> That is a very uh, Guy Montgomery issue to have with the world's <laughs> richest man. Yeah. That, but I know what thing. you mean. That's the thing for me. It's like, dude, don't worry about it. You've got everything you want. <coughs> and he will, never be, he will never be happy because he will never be funny. And that appears to me, publicly at least, to be a huge part of what he wants. To be funny. Yeah, and to be liked. Yeah, and, will, and people, you know, people will like him because he's rich, and people, you know, maniacs think that that's great. Maniacs like rich people, but people will never respect him for his I, sense of humor. I and that would kill him. I think it's more cynical than that. I've been thinking about this recently. I see, I see Musk online. I see his little fucking memes and stuff. I think he's trying to figure out us like any other engineering problem that he's ever encountered. Yeah, like any other legislature around the world that's tried to like appropriately tax him or maybe like pump the brakes on um you know certain labor practices that he's bringing which aren't too uh safe i think he's just like right how do i 
sort of manipulate this entity to be able to do the things I need to do. And I think he's seen how humor works online. And he's like, right, this seems like the easiest way to do this, to get yeah. everyone on board. And he also, but that's, he just like, it's the, th- it's the theft of other people's memes as well. You've got $1 trillion, hire some like comedy writers, make it work. <laughs> like Will Smith. Yeah. That worked out well. It worked out well for everyone. I haven't been in Will Smith's Instagram for a while. I wonder how he's doing. Surely he shut it down. Surely. No way. Are you kidding me? I don't know, man. You know, speaking of funny people, I watched um, a little, like, you know, just independently made, just some video essayist on YouTube made a really beautiful half-hour doco about Norm MacDonald. That I, I watched, watched last that last night. night. Did you? I loved it. Oh, that's so weird. What, how did we both, did the algorithm deliver it both to I I got sent it by New Zealand comic Ray O'Leary. Oh, wow. He's, he said, um, I don't know if you've seen this, but I think you'll enjoy it. And it was yeah. beautiful. It was, wasn't it? Because it was mainly just telling a story using clips of his like appearances and yeah. podcast recordings and shows and stuff. I know. I can't believe he died. I didn't even, I didn't even know he was sick. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of that tragedy that happened. Yeah. Uh, and Tim, you and I are in different rooms about 500 meters from each other. What's with that shit? Fucking A, dude. I got a rare disease called COVID-19, ah. uh, which has been making its way through our family. You know, you know what that means? What? First thing tomorrow, you got to do back-to-back screenings of Sex and the City 2. It's the only known cure for COVID-19. Mate, I've been thinking of nothing else since I contracted it. And I was just, I've been reflecting a lot and I, I want to uh, apologize to you. <laughs> I really do. I've been running a, a high fever temperature for the last three days. Coming oh, in. It's um, horrible. I'm sorry you're ill, man. Dude, I'm th- sorry I did that to you when you had COVID. Oh. In retrospect, that was... Uh, do you know, super I, fucked up. It's. I think it's. A, I think I had quite a mellow strain, so I wouldn't. You know, I don't want you to carry that around mm. with you. I just want you to. Um, no, take you seem to heal up. Was it because you 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 tested? You did a week on account of Zoe testing yeah. positive first, and then you caught it on the seventh day. Yeah. So in in New Zealand, for our um, international libertarian listener, Elon Musk, uh, in New Zealand, the way the law works is if. Someone in your house gets it. You got to stay indoors for a week, and uh, mm. so we did that. Um, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to just spend a week with your family in the house, you know. Really? <laughs> yeah, it is. It happens so rarely. Well, not. Um, I mean, when I say rarely, I mean obviously conceptually it is. But even amongst just you know, everyone's infecting everyone and incubating this little virus. Stuffy, you know, it's just me and Zoe and a cute little baby who's crying a lot because he also had. Has COVID? Did Rufus get COVID? No, I don't think dogs get it. Nice. I think it's um, that's how it works. Damn. Sometimes it looks so good to be a dog. Fucking a. <coughs> um, actually, I'll show you a shot, guy. Who knows if this will come out as video on the Substack? But I've got like, can you see that? Yeah, I've got a webcam set up so that I can monitor Remy because um, Zoe's back at work today and I, he's in his crib, and so whenever he is in his crib uh rufus sits next to to him while on he's the sleeping foot of the bed yeah that's so him. sweet it's very cute really really cute stuff remy and rufus yeah thick as the bad boys of 
Auckland City. <laughs> yeah, at it again. Right. That's right. But um, yeah, no, COVID sucks, man. It's no good. Wow. Well, took you a while to come around. I've been saying this since the start, of course. Famously, perhaps the only comedian who's best known for their stance on COVID-19. I kept out running it because Zoe, Zoe had, it, had it like a ton of bricks. And then uh, I kept testing negative and I was like wearing a mask in the house and keeping all the windows open and shit. Like really trying to see if yeah. I could dodge the bullet. And um, it was quite apparent that I had it, but I still kept testing negative on the the rapid so tests. Fr- so frustrating. And uh, yeah, it was very annoying for Zoe because I was like, I don't have it. She's like, you fucking have it. I was like, I don't. <laughs> I did. I absolutely did. You did and you do. Well, yeah. separate to this, let me know if I can uh, drop anything around for you. Thanks. Eh? And let it be known on the record that Guy has already done that. Yeah, yeah, let the, beautiful record, treats. Let, let the record show that I did that. Because he's it's a good kinda, friend. It's the kind of guy I am. He's a good friend on the friend zone. I, beyond COVID-19 and isolation, how are you? Um, yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Yeah. Any big laughs lately? <coughs> Such a great question. None, none immediately uh, come to mind. Mm. Um. But that's, I think, speaks more to my, just, I really haven't slept um, very much at all last night and not particularly well the last uh, week. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think I'm retaining a lot of things, but I feel like my sense of the vibe recently has been all good, man. Yeah. That's the vibe I get. Can't remember anything, but I feel like it's the vibes all good. Vibes are good. What about you? you. Any, any giggles? Any Uh, knee slappers? No, I had a I had a, some beers last night with um friend of the podcast Ryan Heron who was he he was on the podcast back in the Where Are Your Friends days yes and uh, Jesse Griffin and that was not you know it was I I, I created a group chat called the ba- called Bad Boys Brewing and I was like you know under this moniker we can talk about anything we can you know. We're the bad boys. Uh, there's nothing is off limits, and we just had like a really sort of emotionally open and heartwarming hat. Like it wasn't major laughs and it wasn't especially bad. It was just like friends hanging out. Um, so you, you opened a space for cancelable opinions to be aired among yeah. compadres. And no one volunteered a single cancelable. It was just a, it was just three men. Three soy boys time. outwoking each other. That's right. Well, I'll I, tell you what, I'm going to ring um, fucking... Uh, don't ring Ben Shapiro. Thank you. That's what I was thinking He's the last guy I want you to ring. I'm going to let him know what um, you've been up to. So not a huge amount of laughs there. Uh, I have been, Do you know, I played a lot of sport last week, Tim. Cool. Since I got, since I got back to New Zealand, I have had, I've, had I've, I've done what I can. I've got, you know, odds and ends on. But basically, yeah. I feel like um, there's not a huge... I'm looking forward to going to Sydney in a week. Okay, Come to my well, show, listen. by the way, if you're in Sydney. Um, let's uh, let's get to a little bit of business because I don't know when this baby's going to wake up and I feel like when he does, okay. things are going to happen. Okay. So here's, here's what we're going to do, Guy. We're going to talk about your show happening in Sydney. We're going to talk about one-off fest and then we're going to get to the mailbag. Okay, that sounds good. Um, I, I, 
it's not relevant, but I just want to say I'm going to go to um, I'm going to go watch Goodfellas at the cinema this evening, and I'm really excited about that. That was not on the agenda I just I outlined. There were okay. three. I won't. I won't. Points. I won't talk about Sydney, and that's just because I just want everyone to know I'm going to go and watch Goodfellas at the cinema. No, you don't. Just you. Got, we got to get to our agenda items. Man. Okay. Okay. So it's back on the agenda. Yeah. I'm coming to Sydney. It never left my... the agenda, guy. Okay. Well, I did. I'm doing my solo show twice in Sydney at the Comedy Store. On Saturday, May 21st, and Sunday, May 22nd. Saturday, May 21st, I'm going up against, you guessed it, Australia's election. So uh, if you want to duck your head down and (laughs) sidestep that momentous occasion in Australian history, by all means, come on down to the Comedy Store, 5.30pm to check out Guy Monk Comedy. Dude, that sounds perfect to me. If I was a Sydney sider, that is a perfect day. Get blitzed, vote. Uh, and I believe that in Australia they have like a single transferable vote type um, electoral system, so it's real fucking fun and cool. Mm. So I pick my pick my peeps, pick my candidates, pop them on the paper, slam a few beers, end the day seeing Guy Montgomery's comedy show because you can't um you don't get the results on the night. I don't think, or at no, least and it, not at five thirty. It's even perfect. Then- Go see you Guy. St- you can stack it. Sam Campbell's performing his show in the same room at seven o'clock. You motherfuckers got it. You gotta see Sam Cat going. This is Guy has laid out the perfect day for a Sydney cider. He's done all yeah. the legwork. You just need to turn up and That's buy right. tickets. Actually, to be fair, you do. Now, yeah. speaking of buying tickets, on the twenty eighth of May, there's a thing called One Off Fest, which is a, a event that I have co created with a guy called Anthony Metcalf who came to me and he said, Tim, uh, one of the big venues in the city, because the, the comedy festival here in New Zealand got cancelled, they've got all these slots to fill in the month of May. Do we want to grab one and take a risk? I said yes. So we've invented something called Tim Bat Presents One-Off Fest, and it's a, a one-off spectacular night of comedy and music. And here's the thing. If you're in Auckland, you can come. It's only $35, which, to be frank, is fucking awesome that's a great yeah. price for what you're getting that's we got standing option that's like Guy Montgomery Guy Montgomery's yeah. on the bill uh Tim Bat's on the bill you got two hearts Joseph Moore Laura Daniel you've got Paul Williams who you might recognize from Taskmaster um you've got Courtney Dawson you've got Keegan Govind plus we've got music so Dick Move will be performing live we've got DJ Matthew Crawley and we've got some unannounced acts that are going to be made public very soon. $35, incredible. Not only that, you can fucking watch the live stream of this if you're this not in Auckland. Where, this is where Tim Bat really steps up to the plate. He produces a phenomenal live show, but get this. He doesn't want to limit its availability to just those who are in the room or in the city. These live stream tickets are priced at $15 New Zealand. So if you're in America, it's essentially free because our currency is dog shit. Uh, $25 for what we're calling a household ticket. We're going by the honor system. If more than one person's watching, we'd appreciate it if you, you know, if you do a watch party or something, grab one of those. But hey, I'm not fucking uh, sending the police around to check, am I? So do do what you will. But um, it's going to be great. 28th of May, and uh, you can go to timbat.co.nz and there's, there's all you need to know and see on that website. I'm going to go to timbat.co.nz right now. Yeah, can you? Because uh, I can't remember if I updated it yet or not. It'd be good to know. You did. It's cool. the first thing, top right. <coughs> Fantastic. <coughs> oh, hey, boy. Your <clears throat> voice is sounding a little thin there, brother. Okay, here to, we go. Do you, want, 
you want me to read something out? Yes, please. While you... Um, I really hope I edit out my disgusting coughing onto the mic, but I doubt it. I, I hope you don't. Welcome to Friend Zone 150, everybody. A truly auspicious occasion. Also, man, my computer's slow. I've got <laughs> one here. It's short. I, okay, okay. Guy, 100 US dollars. Courtesy Jesus. of Thomas. This is the whole message. Three you boys say my name, Kanye West. Kanye West. A hundred bucks and that message. I love this podcast. Yeah. I love, I love this person. I love Kanye. I'm a big fan. Okay. 29th of March, 2022. Hi, fellas. I'm not good with text-based media. What I was trying to get across was what I ended up saying. Oh, this is a follow-on message. Uh Hey, fellas, I'm not good with text-based media. What I was trying to get across was what I ended up saying. Pitch Inspector, in the same way and with the same voice, that the Boner Inspector introduced himself. Pitch Inspector! I'll leave the funny stuff to you in the future. So that's a follow-up to a message about... um, The Pitch Inspector. Yeah. It's it's a a follow-up message to a message that was received about cricket. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's it's not important. How we present pitch. them isn't important. The important thing is that we get them all out. The there. interesting thing is, I think it is actually important, guy. I, <laughs> I think agree, how, how we present it actually is crucial. The analogy I have in mind is washing. Uh-huh. Now, I'm very meticulous when I hang out my washing. I think the way you hang out the washing is it, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's almost <laughs> as important as the fact you're doing it. You can't just like have everything bundled up. You've got to spread it out. You've got to make sure you give all of the clothing opportunity to dry. Wow. And I would argue that that is analogous to the delivery of information. It's, it's, it's not nothing to remove the T-shirt from the dryer and put it on the line. But if you really want to do the T-shirt justice, it's about how you do it. Do you think this is um, trustworthy enough as a metric of a man to use as kind of like a, you know, one of those first date questions? You know, like a, a person might ask, uh, what's your relationship like with your parents to use as a bit of a gauge for how they treat mm. other people? Um, do you think, like, how do you put out your, how do you hang out your washing? Uh, Americans don't hang out washing, eh? They usually go to the laundromat. It's crazy. And then there's a sun. We've we got a sun. We've got a big ball of flame and yeah. gas in the sky, folks. We do. It's, it's actually the reason we hang out on the line is because thanks to all the, um, Laundry being done in machines in America, there's a huge gaping hole in the ozone layer right above where we are. And so wow. to, you're actually accelerating the pace at which we dry our clothes. To be fair, a few th- you go ahead. I mean, we're not getting out of the sunscapes because the, the, the reason why we've got clothing lines is because we used to have a lot of space in our backyards, which is, right. which is not a great way to make a city. Well, that's true. And our, our cities do lack a certain population density to push them over the edge to being truly world class. But everyone grows up with a backyard, and people seem to like that. Tim, there's a few things I want to say. Okay. One, my little sister, Annie, oh, yeah. was saying to me recently, and you know, this is sort of in a comedic framing device, but was saying, Do you not feel that in Auckland in the last two weeks, she's described what we're experiencing as the golden age of global warming, where. Um, <laughs> It's all, I mean, obviously, long-term, it's a disaster. But at least the climate for the last two weeks where we've had these crisp, (laughs) sunny afternoons without any immediate consequence beyond, obviously, everything's going wrong. And I I just liked the framing of it that way. Yeah, real calm before the storm. I agree. 
And to answer your question about being on a date and asking about the meticulousness with which people hang out in their washing, I'm always under fire for being too fastidious. I think the dishwasher has to be stacked a certain way. I try to hang out socks, matching socks next to each other for ease of use when I bring the washing back you're in. Painting, I'm a sicko. You're painting a picture of a very dottery man at home. I am a dottery man. Christopher writes, Frosty fellas, you need to explain this Wizard of Christchurch thing to us poor Americans. It's been an absolute travesty that this man has lost his government job and I would wager is a greater crime against the world than the Holocaust. I'm not going to co-sign that, Christopher, but I will continue to read the rest of your email. Was this man's role in existence common knowledge amongst you boys the whole time and it uh, somehow never made its way onto the pod? I've listened since season one but have only now commented because this news has been earth-shattering for me. Loved Podcast in a Tree, and I sometimes go back to listen to episodes of Grown Up 2 for some nostalgic giggles. You boys make my week every time a new episode drops, no matter the content, so keep them coming. Your dynamic is just so fun to listen to. Best, a loving but confused American. I am dynamic. (laughs) That wasn't what he said, guy. Yeah. I agree. I, you know, I haven't really thought about it in those terms, but it's really sweet. Do you know, we did know about the wizard. This is how um, normalized the wizard is in our lives, is that it literally didn't occur to me as odd. Um, probably not even until it was in the news cycle. And even then, I guess it's only external perspective, which really highlights just how unusual it is to grow up with a wizard in your city as part of the fabric and identity of the city. And then... Of course, it turns out the wizard has some regressive views because he's like an 80-year-old man from England who moved to Christchurch and just got told he can say whatever he wants in his big hat. And there's no consequence for that. In fact, you'll get paid by the rates that people who live in Christchurch pay. It is incredible. He also did a lot of like weather spells, though. Yeah. He used to bring the rains yeah, in when there were droughts. He would do a rain dance. He had a certain charisma. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> um, I've got I've a got vague one. memory of him. I think he would like debate, uh, like fundamentalist Christians in the town square at one point in the nineties. That sounds totally believable. Anyway, moving along. I've got one for you, um, and this is a follow-up. So this was a message. Originally, we received a message uh, in early February from this author called. Oh, actually, uh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but I, j- I feel like I've got to because we're talking about the wizard. Do you remember Mr. Moon? Yeah. So, folks, there was a guy, a magi- another another magician. Well, I get, the wizard is a wizard, so I guess they're kind of different. But there was a, a magician called Mr. Moon, and uh, a, he was like a big deal in Christchurch. He used to do all the big you know, events and stuff, yeah. stage magic. And then I'm pretty sure... He went on to like, I think it was the same guy. He is Ken Ring, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Who is this fucking crazy asshole who, when the Christchurch earthquakes happened, said that it was like associated with a particular phase of the moon and he was like predicting another one was about to happen and scared the shit out of everyone and our... Honestly, our most beloved broadcaster in the country, John Campbell, like went off at him on air in a in a uncharacteristically angry tirade. Yeah, he because he um he did, he was at a birthday party. I was the at, fuck so is I'm, up with Christchurch? 
There's also El Grigo. Who's there? El Grigo was another magician. He did schools. He'd do schools and he'd do magic, but it was imbued with a message. Like I always remember, I don't know how old, maybe eight or nine. He did it at a school assembly and the big thing, I don't remember any of the tricks. I just remember he had a saying, which was like, now remember, it's cool to be kind and it's uncool to be cruel. <laughs> Dude, it stayed in my memory. Like literally I'd say net impact it's probably had a positive effect on my life True. but also i'm like do you know what is uncool el grego magicians being a fucking touring primary school magician in christchurch that is the, yeah that's probably too mean yeah everyone's got to make I've, a no i've 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 you've been uncool yeah, you in have. my cruelty yeah so this this message we first received on the 8th of february 2022 and just by reading the first sentence of this follow-up which is at the end of march i can see that we um I don't know if we made fun, but maybe we grammatically critiqued parts of the message. So I'm gonna read uh I'm gonna read out the follow up and you tell me if you can spot what's happening. The author's name is Ollie, by the way. And um it reads as follows. Hey, Frosty, fellas, thanks for reading my previous message, despite how long it was as you might have realized by now i took your note about not using enough commas don't worry this is not an organized act of Passive aggression, said in a very passive-aggressive tone. I just like to take on board any constructive criticism I get on my writing as an aspiring journalist. Thanks, Tim. For your support, both in my Killianir heat and on the friend zone, you are my new favorite. I enjoyed every second of the pain you Put guy through watching Sex in the City 2 twice. If you ever desire a replacement for Remy as guy's ear for till death do us blood, I would be happy to throw myself under okay I, that can i pause you how how, how like right what percentage are we through your son right to the last paragraph. paragraph i'm just reading it as it was written you know i'm following your note it's important how we present i don't this. know who i'm angry at <laughs> assuming 
This is read before the Killionaire pilot. I guess you will still need to censor my name. Much love to Tim. Ends. It's hard to be angry at because, the, you know, obviously there were some quite complimentary notes to that message to me, but I'm fucking furious. <laughs> I'm right. I've never seen so many commas. So here's a thought split the difference, fuckhead. <laughs> How about that for some writing advice? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Alistair writes, greetings guys and Tims. Just a small point of order regards Friendzone 136, in which you briefly talked about old Irish and speculated about whether this was equivalent to Gaelic. For this, you get half marks. In Ireland, the Irish language is mostly referred to as Irish, though calling it Gaelic is also acceptable. Old Irish, which may also be called Old Gaelic, is an early version of Irish which was used before the 10th century. I write to you from the highlands of Scotland, where Scottish Gaelic is spoken. Crucially, the word Gaelic in Scottish, Gaelic is pronounced ga- oh, Gaelic, not Gaelic. I'm saying it wrong, apparently. Uh, if you are currently reading this email aloud as part of a podcast recording by now, you've probably incorrectly pronounced the name of the language of my homeland <laughs> uh, three times. Correct. Uh, this being the case, please let it be known that I am deeply offended. And the only thing that could possibly appease me is if you would kindly say my name, Alistair. P.S. Stop trying to make Welsh garlic happen. It's not going to happen. Garlic just doesn't get... Okay, so the, they've written as the pronunciation guide, G. A H dash lick. Is that garlic? Garlic. 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 Like garlic, like the the root what is that? Vegetable? I guess through, through our accent. 
because we pronounce A's as R's. Garlic cannot be a vegetable, can it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you know what? Fuck all this other stuff. <laughs> What's garlic? Is garlic a vegetable? It's I'm a asking. root. No, it's not a root. It's a botanically, garlic is considered a vegetable. Huh. It belongs to the onion family alongside shallots, leeks, and chives. They've got a fun name, don't they? Um, like the onion family, and and when you're sort of referring to it in the, like a culinary sense, it's like because it's what they say in a recipe that you got to fry all those things first. What is it called? Uh, I've got no idea, but I mean, you something. I like anyway. Oh, the allium, mm, allium, maybe. A-L-L-I-U-M. In about 30 friend zones time, uh, I'll read an email that refers back to this one, I'm sure. I um, I just like calling them the Onion Family. That's like <laughs> a fun nick- That's a fun nickname to give a family that you know who are like maybe um, not to everyone's taste, but the people who like them really love them. The Onion Family. Hey, um, my throat really hurts. Can I forward you some emails? I've got a big thing to read right now. Awesome. And to be honest, you know, the tail end of that, we could almost just hug and say goodbye. Fuck that, man. Press it on. Hi, Timble Shanks, the podcast cat, and Guy Tiger. I'm sneaking into your DMs like a cat wearing sparkly dancing shoes to let you know that you bring exuberant <coughs> joy simply by existing and bringing your lilitamines to the airwaves. Guy. I listened to the highlights of you watching Sex and the City 2 that Tim so deftly put together three times. Once when I was drifting off to sleep, your increasingly unhinged rambles were a balm to my whiskers and toe beans. <laughs> okay. So I just, I, I muted myself because I was sniffing a lot. That's, that's cute and funny. I downed some pretty good whiskey before I wrote this message, which I now convey to you with the warmest of face rubs. <laughs> Are we cats? Are we people? I know not. Everything is blurring together in a pleasant haze, like bad CGI. I really don't have much else to say. Just a quick greeting and well-wish with salutations, Zyala Gingerbella, the Zarina cat. <laughs> That's really nice. I think your um, journey through uh, We Are Your Friends back-to-back would actually be like a great ac- sleep accompaniment. Or sleep aid. We, you mean Sex in the City too? Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, Sex in the City too. Sorry, we did. We are your friends back to back. That's right. Um, Can't get enough of, you know, these wonderful films. Just hearing you sort of almost in and out of consciousness in a way. Mentioning yeah, there was what's big, happening on screen. There was big coming in and out energy. Um, I'd sooner not reminisce. <laughs> not enough time has Here passed, we- huh, guy? Uh, oh, this is a nice message from friend of the podcast, Jared, in Virginia. He's, he's just written, hey, boys, my wife and I got free tickets to see a production of Cats. What the fuck did I just witness? <laughs> you saw Cats, baby. You saw one of the most profitable musicals that's ever been written. Yeah. By Andrew Lloyd Webber, the man who has been tasked in collaboration uh, with... Um, uh, What's his fucking name? Hamilton Man. Lynn. Thank you. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Boy, my brain is cooked. Uh, to do a, a musical about the Queen, I think. Or some sort of musical mm. event for the Queen's uh, 
Is it Diamond Jubilee? Unless that already happened. Maybe it's her birthday weekend coming up. At, weekend at Queenie's. <laughs> Do you think she's dead about... too? Have I convinced you? No, I didn't say she's dead. Oh. I'm just saying she's old. And being propped up? Old people can still be alive, Tim. You said weekend it's 2022. <laughs> Get used to it. Oh. Did you did you forward me something or no? No, I did not. Um, the baby's awake though, so now we're on a real tight timer. Why don't we just Why don't we just kiss and say goodbye? I guess we probably should. I've loved should. it. I've loved seeing you. This is and catching up with you. This is this has been friend zone one hundred and fifty. Our best friend zone ever? Absolutely not. Oh, I fucking agree to disagree, mate. Everyone is better than the last. You reckon That's what's remarkable about the friend zone. It just gets better are, and better. Yeah, actually, we're, we're still we're still building. I'll um, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. This is the this is the single greatest podcast we've made so far. I would estimate that we have made. Let me do some quick math. About fifty times five is two hundred fifty plus. This is four hundred plus associated project. We've done like five hundred podcasts, podcast episodes at least. This is this is the best one. This is tops. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Okay. And you know, and long may it rain. Can I can I offer a plug for a friend's podcast who can't plug it themselves because they're hopeless? Um, is it Walkout Boys? No, oh. but they're back. <laughs> yeah. Sorry uh, no, to stomp on called... your one, but that just reminded me that I told Joseph I would mention it. Walkout Boys. No, and well, you did the right thing. No, this is called uh Kiwi's Big Adventure, a Kiwi Land podcast. And it's hosted by a married couple, Tom and Emma Ricky Otis. And um, I'll read you the blurb. Lights, camera, atmosphere. The first ever Kiwiland podcast is finally here. Join Tom and Emma on a deep dive of New Zealand's best, and I mean that, theme park. They share all the tips and tricks and even their favorite meals that are available at the park. As Jack Aubrey says on the Master and Commander ride, let's set sail. Don't be afraid to like, subscribe, or to help me monetize this podcast. And um, I'm not actually allowed to say who the creator of the podcast is because they are very protective of their anonymity. But if you listen, it won't take long to figure out um, who it is. And in fact, their name has already been mentioned on this episode of the Friend Zone. So, uh, wow! Just a little, just a little tease for you there. It's uh, the project is insane, and I'm so like glad that this person has seen it through. So. It's awesome. Check it out. It's called Kiwi Kiwi's Big Adventure, a Kiwi Land podcast. That genuinely is a is a hot plug, and I'm going to listen to it. And I'm also going to go right now and sort Remy out, guy. I All love right. you. It's great to see you. Love you too. And I'll catch Likewise. you later. Feel better, man. Text me if you need anything. Bye, friends. In the friend zone, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.